Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Academy here with another podcast. Um, following up on the beginning series of world building podcasts, we're now going to talk about city building. Uh, and then my future podcast will include town building. And then we'll also uh, do a separate podcast about how to create a regional um, a series of ideas for um, conflicts, nation building, empire building, and the different things you can use to flush out the final stages of your world building. So let's focus on city building. City building can be challenging for two, for a couple reasons. I don't mean to be speculative in my numeration, but I would say one challenge is you could easily go down a rabbit hole, so much creativity, it could take you the rest of your life to build a city, <laughs> right? So constructing a city, I'll fall back a little bit on the idea of a geographic location. Each of your geographic locations could have regions and each regions would be, have an expectant population. The cities that you create should be reflective of your geographic location as well as your regional diversity. Now, you can always just build a city for the purposes of being a hollow shell of something and you can backfill it later with content, lineages, and you know how you want to fit in your upcoming understanding of are you going empire, are you, you know, using monarchies, are you using regents, are you using magistrates, are you using councils? Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways a city could identify itself. Um, but for now, I think the easiest way is to treat it like you do with your geographic location. Hollow it out. Just make it an empty city. Uh, if you need a name first, um, and then you build out, you know, there's many different ways you can do that. You use a random name generator, or you can use anagrams. They're always fun to do naming. Uh, there's lots of... Um, tools and and generators out there on the social media space that you could either pay for or appropriate um, through sharing systems that'll let you solve the naming problem typically a, a city should have purpose but sometimes the fun part of a city is its lack of purpose also is it an old city or is it a new city is it built on a real ecosystem is it built in such a way that obviously it grew over time as it aged? Um, is it a newly acquired piece of geographical territory that the city is being gradually built upon? Like, it'd be really fun to run an adventure in a city that's brand new, that's in the process. It's, you know, what if the city is being built based on the fact that an old township had recently been conquered, and over the course of the last 50 years, you build up this new city? Well, there's a lot of things you can do, right? There's criminal intrigue, there's regional intrigue. Um, is this going to potentially be a place of permanent conflict because of the way the city came into existence? Now, some people say, well, then shouldn't I be doing my regional work now so it'll inspire my city ideas? They feed off of each other. If you choose to do your regional work now and then come back and do cities, 
feel free. I mean, there's no rule in the game about the order of things. I'm just trying to give podcast perspective on how I'm doing it and then point out how other people may do it and point you in other directions if you choose to go go that route. So one of my favorite things to do is, for example, going back to my geographical mountain range in a very tundra arctic environment, minimal flora, arctic inspired fauna, I would build my city into the sheer face of a mountain range. I would give it vertical levels. Um, I would uh, define the area as being minerally rich, you know, very heavy in deposits of gold, iron, coal, you know, silver, platinum, gems, rubies, or, you know, all of the, uh, uh, all the, the details that allow you to begin to understand what may come later on in that environment. And because I've built that city vertically and into a mountain face, it's partially subterranean and partially exteriorized. There's a series of road systems that connect it down into the tundra. And there's a series of road systems that connect it amongst the face of the mountains. And there's a subterranean road system. Now at this point, I haven't picked any lineages or any regional descriptors or populated the city yet I'm, I'm focusing on it's just it's plain old structure because if I decide to make my own custom lineage I may decide that that custom lineage fits perfectly into that space and then I broaden out from there but once again right following the minimalist approach build a small geographic location flora fauna um, pantheon magic right now I'm building a city in that small geographic location. That city, as it fits into that space, I have some guidelines I can follow, right? It's it's mountainscape, it's tundra-based, it's arctic, it's cold, uh, short summers, long falls, long winters. So short spring, short summer, long falls, long winters, high elevated peaks, um, a climate and seasonal system that'll make it very challenging for the city. So all of these things are now helping me understand the condition of that city. I may decide to make this my capital city of a future region, but I'm not going to call it that yet. I may give it a name like, you know, I may call it the, you know, the Cliff's Edge. Um, I may call it the, you know, the, the Portal Dominion. I could call it whatever I want, right? Because my nomenclature is a retrospect is irrelevant of how I'm going to regionally develop it. <clears throat> but if this geographic location, I'm, I'm forecasting to have maybe two or three regions impacted by this geographic location, I may now want to build multiple cities. I may now want to build a city that's horizontal out in the tundra, but it has a relationship with the tundra. Um, maybe I want to build a city on a coastal water sea as it comes up to the edge of the tundra. Um, I may want to build another city that is in the the foothill region of the tundra. Um, I may want to come up with like a magical natured city that is tropical because of the relationship of magic with this city. And then that can give me some future ideas on how it fits into the regional and you know uh, uh challenge of 
you know, if you know, it's going to be an arcane city or however that future is going to look for it, right? So these are city building ideas, the idea of horizontal versus vertical, subterranean versus a mix of subterranean and exterior. It's going to be on the coast, right? Because the reason why that becomes important is based on how your world building geographical narrative is, have you put a lot of lakes, rivers, um, and things to naturally connect these cities to? Or are you going to rely upon heavy regional outcomes where roads are being built and maintained by different regions uh, through trade and through the evolution of your regional conflict idea, right? Something I forgot to mention in the world building podcast, but I'll mention here and I'll mention again when I talk about towns, smaller villages and hamlets, and then obviously we'll eventually move on to regions. Um, always feel free to do creative brainstorming methods, storyboard, notes, sketches. If sitting down and sketching a portrait of an idea helps your brain work, do it. If reaching out to some friends that are really good about it, give them a two sentence description of what you're trying to build and see what their artwork looks like when it comes back to you. Um, you know, there's a lot of creative ways that your friends can inspire you and they feel cool about the idea that they're helping you build something. So that can work across the board. Um, so cities, they're gonna be very thematic over time. They're gonna be very involved in your decision about your regional evolution. Old cities versus young cities. Vertical cities versus horizontal cities. Um, coastal cities versus inland cities. Are they using the natural geographic landscape that you evolved for them all to connect with each other? Because as you evolve your region detail, your geographic, your city, your town is all going to influence how your region evolves. And some people may decide to do it in reverse. They may decide, I'm going to build my regions first and then let that inspire me in the other direction. The reason why I do it this way it's because I like to build pieces at a time and not the entire world at a time. And the challenge I have with doing the region first is the region feels like I'm building everything at once. So if I do it in the other way where I'm just building pieces of geography and then cities and then towns and hamlets and small communities and then region, I feel like now my region is going to feed off on everything else that's already been built, right? So our example would be I've built um, the Cliff's Edge uh, capital city of the dwarves in my northern tundra inspired mountain range that has low-lying tundra hills and frozen plainscapes that lead up to this great mountain range. The city of the cliff's edge is half built into the mountain, half out of the mountain. There's a series of roads running down, a series of roads running up, and there's a series of subterranean um, interconnections as well. Just that one geographic location, the fact that it's done, I can now, in one paragraph, write a regional interpretation of not only that city, but the geography influenced by that city. Um, I can start, you know, narrating the road systems, the river systems. Is there, is there, you know, what's the trade like, right? Because because all that's built, when I go to do my regional descriptions, I can start storyboarding that in such a way that I can be very conclusive about that area, but at the same rate, I can maybe possibly build 
a smaller community that's a regional challenge to that dwarven community, right? So once again, more regional develop. Maybe there's a coastal empire that's built up um, through trade routes overseas as opposed to industrial trade routes or wildland trade routes, right? So with my geography done, my cities done, I have a lot more to feed into my regional development. So just thoughts um, on that. As always, send me feedback if you want to discuss it further. Uh, hope everyone's staying safe out there. As always, uh, visit us, Dungeon Master Academy, on Patreon, uh, Facebook page, as well as here we are on, on Anchor. Um, uh, if you could afford it, I would greatly appreciate a $2 coffee a month. Um, I really wish I could sit and have coffee and talk with you guys about this in the future. That might be something we start working on. Uh, all funds go to expansion and operation of the studio uh, to eventually bring you more content and get this community growing um, throughout the creative space. So be safe out there, everyone. We'll talk to you next time.